giving, actually, folks, in, in a strange sort of way. Has anyone been given a lot of something once? A big amount of something? Yeah. On an inheritance or someone who's just sort of here, I like you. It never happened to me. But anyone? Yeah. No? Yeah. Um, a present or just someone, you know, just come up and give you something? Or a really relative? Might have been Christmas. I don't know. Um, whatever. We're just going to turn to First Chronicles and this guy was given something. So tonight it's, it's a bit of a, uh, if you're a visitor here today, tonight, I'd like to welcome you. I hope you enjoy our meeting. Um, stick around afterwards. This talk is uh, basically for you if you're a visitor and, and for, the, for the folk who are coming along. First Chronicles, folks. It's about um, giving, if you like, or, or, or receiving a gift. First Chronicles 28. Most will, some people would know this where, where we're going straight away. First Chronicles 28. And this is um, David. He was sort of handing over the kingdom to his son. That's a gift. That's a, what a gift. So to hear David, or hear Solomon, just in verse, um, we've got King David, and he's pretty well set up the kingdom, with, with obviously with God. He's, um, you know, he, he's done all the hard yards. David did all the hard yards, if you like. Um, sorted out the, the, they, they call it the, the Israelites even today, the Jew, Jewish folk even call it today, the golden age, David, that was the gold period, golden age. And so here comes Solomon, he just, he just bounces along, really, just like any son, he's just sort of in there for the ride. And just in verse 9, this is David speaking, And thou, Solomon, my son, know that the God of thy father, now though that the God of thy father, and serve him with a perfect heart, with a willing mind, for the Lord searches all hearts and understands all the imaginations of the thoughts. If thou seek him, he will be found of thee, but if thou forsake him, he will cast thee out forever. And this, the rest of this chapter, if you like, is sort of David is sort of handing it over, sort of here, here's the kingdom, and that's a pretty, that's an awesome responsibility, and pretty scary in one sense, but a, a, a mighty, a, a mighty privilege and honour, you know, and and you just sort of picture if you're sort of given this this kingdom, with 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 millions of people, and and here you are, to an individual here, you know, here you are. Here's this kingdom. I just wonder how we'd go with that. You know, and Solomon did some good, he did some bad, but it was, overall he, he, he sort of looked to God a lot of the time, and when he did look to God, it worked. Well, obviously when he didn't look to God, it sort of fell apart, and that can be sort of given in to us, if you like. We're just going to turn to another scripture, just in Luke 20. Luke 20. So just tonight, just a couple of thoughts about giving, you know, the gift something that Jesus Christ, if you like, after the crucifixion, if you like. And, and, and he talked about it with his disciples pre the crucifixion. He spoke about it a lot, actually. And just um, Luke 20, verse 9. Then began he to speak to the people this parable. So Jesus Christ is speaking a parable. A certain man planted a vineyard and led forth to his husband men, went into a far country for a time. And so he set up this sort of vineyard, plants, you know, the, this area, this farm, 
he gives it over to the workers, he trusts these people to look after it. Okay, a bit like, a bit like, if you like, you know, Solomon, here, here, here it is, it's yours. And at the season, at the season, he sent a servant to the husbandmen or these guys that were looking after the, the, the farm, that they should give him of the fruit of the vineyard, but the husbandmen beat him, sent him away empty. And again he sent another servant, and they beat him also. So this, this sort of prince, if you like, this king kept sending back these messages, how's it going, and these guys just kept beating these people up, and he sent him away empty. And again he sent a third, and they wounded him also, cast him out. Then said the Lord of the vineyard, What shall I do? I will send my beloved son. It may be that they will reverence him when they see him. When the husband saw him, they reasoned among themselves, This is the heir. Come, let us kill him, that the inheritance may be ours. It wasn't their birthright. It was not their birthright. So it was not, you know, a bit like the devil. The devil wanted the kingdom. That was a, That's what all this is about, that we're... We've been dealing with what mankind has been dealing with. The war in heaven, a third of the angels rebelled against God, like a civil war in heaven, and the whole thing was for the kingdom. The whole battle, the devil wanted the kingdom, very much like these guys, that we may take the inheritance. He wanted, it's Christ's inheritance, and it's the saint's inheritance, and the devil wanted it. So they cast him out of the vineyard and killed him. This is obviously a parable of Jesus Christ. What therefore shall the Lord of the vineyard do unto them? He shall come and destroy these husbandmen, and shall give the vineyards to others. So the unfaithful that were looking after the farm were dealt with. But I want to talk about the ones who was given it to. Now, 2,000 years ago when Christ was crucified, he took the inheritance, if you like, away from the Jewish folk because they were unfaithful in their, in their looking after the vineyard, if you like, and he's given it to the saints after the crucifixion. He spoke of it pre-crucifixion, but after the crucifixion he said, here, here's the kingdom. In, in, um, in Matthew, when he was talking to Peter and the apostles, he said, here, here's the keys to the kingdom. Here's the keys to the kingdom. So first question I had tonight was, have you been given anything? You know, I've got this. I was actually racking my mind. I've never been given much at all. But we've been given the kingdom place. And individually he's gone here. And he's gone he's gone and he's crucified. He did all what he had to do. And he's turned around and said, This is yours now. And it's really the question is on each and every one of us, if you're a new folk, you know, or if you've been here twenty years, whatever, you know, do we take that gift at first if you visit it? The gift is yours, it's here. The inheritance of the kingdom of God, heaven itself, is yours. It's yours, you can take it, it can be an inheritance, a birthright. But the folk who have already got it, how are we going with that? Are we being faithful in the vineyard? Are we being faithful in the vineyard? And that's not a church thing as such, it's an individual thing as such. Are we being faithful in the vineyard? He took it away from those who weren't, and he, and he gave us a chance. If they were successful back then, maybe it would never have been given out to others. But because of you know their you know their their faults, their you know they didn't value what they were given. It's been given out to others, and that's us, folks. And may we may we cherish what he did for us. May we cherish our inheritance and our birthright, and claim all these things. But with that come with that privilege and inheritance 
comes responsibilities and expectations. And that's what I want to talk about tonight, is that the expectations that he has. So when he does come back, we know the scripture, well done, that good and faithful servant. And all the people said, just in um, Isaiah 41, just skipping over a few scriptures tonight, Isaiah 41. Now this scripture is, is really, really important. It's not for our glory, if you like. Whatever we do in a church, may the motivation be for the better of the kingdom, for the betterment, for the improvement of the kingdom, for, for we're looking after the kingdom. It's, it's, it's our birthright, but may we look after it. You know, my, my lads are often very nervous about our house. One of them said the other day, who gets the house when you die, Dad? And I said, well, Mum's going to buy a dash hound, and Mum gets the house and gives it to the dash hound. So the, and there's a silence in the back. I didn't know if I was serious or not. There was this awkward silence. I was serious, actually. So Isaiah 41, and in verse... 41 and verse 6, this is just, and these guys were getting an inheritance. Their inheritance was Israel when they were going into the land. This is this group of people here. That was their inheritance. They were going into the, into, into the promised land, if you like. And it says here in verse 6, they helped everyone his neighbour, and everyone said to his brother, Be of good courage. So the carpenter encouraged the goldsmith, he that smothers with the or smoothes with the hammer, him that smote the anvil, saying, It is ready for the soldier. In other words, there was this coming together and helping each other out, encouraging other, and it fastened it with nails that it should not be moved. But thou, O Israel, art my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen, the seed of Abraham, my friend, thou whom I have taken from the ends of the earth, sort of plucked. And that's us. I was looking around today, folks, tonight. We've just been every corner of the earth as far as ability, as far as, you know, lifestyles and cultures. We've been plucked from everywhere, and the Lord's done that. To whom I have taken from the ends of the earth, called thee from the chief men thereof, and said unto thee, Thou art my servant. I have chosen thee, and have not cast thee away. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee. Yeah, I'll, I'll uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. May we take that and not be, not be quiet with this, not just be afraid of it, not just sit on the, on the inheritance or, or, or our birthright. I was speaking to someone about, about this the other night, you know. It is ours by birthright. The, the miracles and the wonders, the healing, the prayers answered. You know, when I first came along to the Lord, this was a long time ago, I remember just, we've all done it, I'm sure every single one of us pray about something and it happened, you go, ooh, was that a coincidence? You know, that was 40 years ago, and it's still happening. You know, if it happened once or twice in a while, that was, that was pretty, uh, yeah, little coincidence sort of thing. But when it's been happening for 40 years, pray about things and they happen, they come back, you just go, wow, 40 years of pr- prayers answered, and I could not imagine living the last 40 years without my prayers being answered. It would just be, it'd be just a struggle. But you know how things would go one way or the other, one way or the other? When you're in the Lord, a lot of times it goes our way, doesn't it? You know? And why is that? It's our inheritance. It's ours. God wants to give us that. And a lot of times we don't even ask about it. He just says, it's yours. Just like our children. It's there before they ask. 
It's ours, it's our birthright. So may we go with that and run with that and not be timid with it. There's a scripture in, the, in there about um, when the Lord gives uh, these guys all these, um, you know, the pound and all that, and the guy that didn't use the pound because he was afraid. And the Lord was angry with that. You know, let us not be afraid of our inheritance. Let us not be overwhelmed. But like these guys, let's encourage each other. And the main thing is that the kingdom is is blessed and that the kingdom is improved and that the kingdom is, is protected and that the kingdom, you know, the people within the kingdom, that, that we, our motivation is not for ourselves. Our motivation is not to be seen or to be glorified or to be patted on the head or whatever, you know, but our, our motivation is whatever's good for the kingdom of God, whatever that is. You know, and if we get asked to do something, then well, it's, I'm helping the kingdom of God. You know, so let us do it for that reason. You know, that it's good for for Christ. It's good for the kingdom. It might be good for us. We mightn't want to do it, um, but it's good for the kingdom. So yeah, I'll do that. And that's what these guys—they encouraged each other. So it's not about the individual's glory. It's about the collective effort to improve and to help and to and to bless the kingdom of God. That that people can come into the kingdom of God. It's an oasis, folks. It is an unbelievable oasis of what we have. Our children come to this and they get grown up in this and they, and they grow up in this. And I was giving my testimony to Elizabeth the other day. I had a very violent lifestyle. My lifestyle from 13 to 19 was 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 shocking. My, my childhood and all that sort of thing. I'm not going into it, but I was just saying to my lads, just to be brought up in the Lord where there, there is no violence unless I do something wrong. No, no, there is no no no, no there isn't. There just isn't, you know, sometimes you you know, but there isn't, you know, and 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 just to be brought up in this oasis and the uncles and the aunts within the church, and maybe we, we sort of take it for granted what we have, folks. But let us defend it and appreciate it and and I was talking to someone the other day and they said, Oh, it's a bit a bit tough. Well, there are lines. There are red lines. There are boundaries. Yes, there's no apologies for these boundaries. These boundaries are the protection of the saints, you know, for us. And and you come into that, and you know your boundaries, and you can swim in those boundaries. You can do a lot of things in those boundaries. And I'm sure a lot of us have been in the Lord for a while. We've done, we've seen, we've experienced amazing things within the boundaries of the church. It hasn't restricted us. It's actually freed us. It's freed us from the drugs and the fears and the alcohol and the, and the domestic violence and the, and the unemployment or the, or the doubts or the mental anguish. It's freed us from all these things so we can, within these boundaries, within the kingdom, we can rejoice and just, just have, literally we can have fun and rejoice and laugh and, and do all the things that we just couldn't do. Even medically assisted, you couldn't do these things, you know or the drugs, or whatever you're trying to take to keep happy, outside, it's ironic, you get brought up with no rules, and it's just unhappiness. You think, oh, no rules, you can do whatever you want. There's no happiness there. But when you do have boundaries, then comes joy and peace. It's ironic. You know, you think it'd be the other way around. But, but those red lines that we have, may we rejoice in those red lines. May we go, I know what's right, and I know what's wrong. And people would die, and they are dying out there searching for right and wrong. They have no, they're good people out there in the world, but they have no idea what right and wrong is. 
and they're sort of searching it out, and, oh, should I move in with my boyfriend? Oh, well, everyone else is doing it, so it must be right, you know? And that's their, they have no red lines, they have no boundaries, or should I take drugs? Well, everyone else is taking drugs, so it must be okay. Or whatever it is, those lines have been removed, and, and in comes confusion, and lack of respect, and, and, and anarchy. And, uh, and, and it all follows, you know, that confusion that comes with taking away. So let us rejoice within the kingdom and let us defend the kingdom, folks. And let us be, um, um, stalwart. So there's a, there's a word with these guys that, uh, there's a uh, make-believe uh, city once and there's these guys who stood, they were the guardians outside the city and uh, their, their, their whole job, warrior guardians, was to keep the red lines and, and not to let anything within those red lines that would come into that city, that it was a fabled city, and do any harm to that city. And may we all be guardians of the gospel. May we be guardians of the kingdom of Jesus Christ and all people said. Maybe just one scripture to, to finish. Um, yeah, Luke, Luke 12. Luke 12. Let us rejoice in what we have, folks, because... It is so, so rare to have a clarity of right and wrong. And that is only within the kingdom of God. It is, it is just not out there. It is just not there. And I wish it was, because it would be, it'd be a lot better off for so many people who are suffering in the world. They don't know what's right and wrong. They're good people, but they simply don't know what's right and wrong. And you sort of feel sorry for them. And that's not a self-righteous thing. I had no idea what was right and wrong. Right and wrong is within the kingdom, within those, the, the, within the scriptures that we've discovered, that we just, we've just stumbled upon. Luke 12, just to finish. Luke 12 and verse, verse 32. Fear not, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Just that itself, that should be up on the wall. You know, that we don't have to wrestle it off him, we don't have to fight it, we don't have to justify it. He wants to give us the kingdom. Fear not, it is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. He wants to give it to us. And just to finish, in verse 42, Who then is that faithful and wise steward, whom his Lord shall make ruler over his household, to give them the portion of meat in due season? Blessed is that servant, whom his Lord, when he cometh, shall find so doing. Of a truth I say unto you, that he will make him ruler over all that he has. That is the gift, folks. It is now, but it's not just, you know, it's not in the future sort of thing, oh, sometime in the future and we'll wait for that glorious day. It is here and now. It is here and now. So may we rise to that and may we claim the inheritance and may we be effective in defending and enhancing and growing the kingdom of God. And all the people said.